0: Kobe and Ashley, and can you believe that my partner here, brave enough to get back on that two-wheeled bike?
1: Hey, you got to get back on the saddle, right? And that's all in today's podcast on why I got back on it.
0: Hey, and how about today having the sheriff of Orange County tell it like it is on the city's health?
2: You know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the hardworking men at the Orange County Sheriff's Office. The Orlando Police Department, where I came from, they're all doing such a great job under very, very difficult circumstances, so we're, we're proud of them.
0: Again, that's John Mina, the sheriff of this town, and you're going to hear all that in this podcast that starts right now.
3: This is your National Anthem with Obie and Ashley on K92.3.
0: All right, so here we are with the National Anthem, and today is National Best Friends Day. I don't know if you've got a bunch of best friends. I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I find a lot of my guys in my circle to be like my best buddies.
1: Yeah, I know. And sometimes, too, even as adults, it's hard to come by if you need to move to a new town. So all of my best friends live about two hours from here, and they are definitely the ones that I still talk to all the time, it's the ones I've had since middle and elementary school. And- yeah. You know, if you're lucky enough to still have those relationships or even have made some new ones in a new town you live in, it's it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, hey, I know some people that their wives are their best friends, you know, and sometimes their ex-wives <laughs> today are their best friends. Good point. <laughs> so best friends today, uh, National Best Friends Day from Moby and Ashley, the national anthem. Uh-huh.
4: so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars
0: How's everybody doing after Phase 2 lifted, huh? There's a lot still going on right now.
1: Yes, and Shelly is with On The Go and MCO, so she checks out all sorts of things across Central Florida with us this morning.
0: Good morning. All right, so fresh off of a fantastic weekend where people were able to go back to bowling. Maybe perhaps watch their favorite movie, but this time in a theater instead of at home. And,
1: of course, Universal opening on Friday. That's major. So, you're our go-to guru on all of these things. So, what do you got for us? Well, this
5: weekend, like you said, was amazing to have so many things back up and running. A space Two hits the ground. So, like you said, we've got Universal Studios Florida and Universal Islands of Adventure. And it is fantastic. Now, if you are planning to go... I keep saying it, make sure that you are prepared. Also know one other thing is that CityWalk, since the parks are open, has gone back to their normal. Parking is free after six. So if you're gonna go before six to CityWalk, know that you will have
1: to pay parking. So just kind of keep that in
5: mind as you're planning your week.
1: Okay, so for me, like I, I have no plans on going back to Universal just yet, but when you say be prepared, like what are the precautions they are taking at Universal? Is there a capacity limit? Is there anything like that? yes there is a capacity limit they are requiring facial coverings and a lot of
5: their virtual queues, as well as payments and mobile ordering for their quick service restaurants even including butter beer are going through the official universal orlando app so the best thing you can do is download that app go ahead and hook up your credit cards. That way, when you walk in, you've got everything connected. Oh,
0: nice. You know, that's great because I know of a lot of our personal friends that were like, you know what? I'm going to let the weekend go by. I'm going to let all those people kind of go to the park and whatnot, and then I'll go during the week. So this is fantastic information for people to just be able to flow in. Now, Shelly, are you prepared to talk about some of us locals who want to stay away from the tourist spots? Yeah, if you
5: are looking to kind of stay away from like the hot spots. One of the things that I think is really great is exploring all of the different bike paths. I know that that's been something that my family has gotten into, getting some exercise. And Shelly, did you
1: say bike paths? Because that's a sore subject around
5: here. Yeah, yeah
0: Ashley's <laughs> eye is twitching. I
1: know. it's. I know I'm it's totally kidding. <laughs>
0: it is a sore subject. I got to get
1: back on there someday, you know? Yeah, face your fears, Ash. <laughs>
5: But yeah, the City Beautiful has a trail network of over 300 miles of off street paths and bicycle lanes for riders to explore. Some great ones to check out are Katie Way Trail, the Lake Underhill Path and the Shingle Creek Trail. Now, there's also the Orlando Urban Trail, and that takes you through all sorts of great things, including some really fantastic murals. Nice. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yeah, and, and all those murals, those are Instagram moments too.
1: And hey, man, get on your bike is free and exploring those trails, unless you fall and have to go to the ER. <laughs> that is, that
0: is very true. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I apologize, Shelly. Apparently, hey. she is not over the trauma. You,
1: you know I got to say it. <laughs> It's really fun
5: because, you know, you've got all of these places opening and it's your time to kind of go where you feel comfortable. And what I'm telling everyone is if you do feel comfortable to go out, don't feel like you have to, like, like when I talk about staying at um, Disney all day, I call it double or dying. So you don't have to, like, go all day. You can go for a shorter period amount of time because they've got so many great deals on tickets. You don't have to feel so guilty that you've wasted money. It's all about reacclimating yourself and making yourself feel
1: as comfortable as possible while you're having a good time. I love that. That's good advice.
0: Well, good stuff, shall we? Appreciate you uh, giving us all that intel. You know, as people are getting back into business this weekend, a lot of you know, just different people just now feeling what it is to get that tip again, and uh, it's all good stuff. Yeah, it's so wonderful because over the weekend over at
5: Universal, and as like you're saying, as places are opening up. To see the camaraderie and the joy that exists on both sides of the counter is just fantastic. That's
0: Good awesome. deal. We got a full week ahead of us of some great adventures. So thanks, Shel. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks where can we find you? Oh, at On the and MCO. There we Love go. It. Obi and Ashley, today's going to be another one of those days where you're probably going to have about 60, 70% chance of rain. Some point today, you may get a couple of drizzles. Uh, it won't be anything like this weekend, though this weekend was definitely interesting as for the first time i think i ever have seen a tornado spout almost looking thing in winter park
1: right winter park i think Tavares the De- Tavares area had it over lake dora there was a water spout there yesterday and then of course the one saturday uh that we really saw in the conway area yeah. now luckily matt and our our house did not get touched but we're a mile away from the Fern uh, Fern Creek boat ramp, and that's where it almost looks like uh, the tornado came up from the lake and then just down Fern Creek. Because we rode our bikes around yesterday. Yes, I got back on the saddle, got back on the bike. Yeah,
0: can, can we give Ashley a round of applause? Though? <laughs> that, yeah, that is somebody facing their fears right there. Right. And how was your bicycle ride?
1: It, well, it was because I was like, I wanted to go see the damages. I wanted to see what needed to get done, By the right? way, if
0: I was your husband, you would now need to, re- like, like knee pads and I shoulder know. pads from now Don't on. Don't say
1: that. My mom's going to be like, did you get a helmet? But anyways, the damage is insane, and to think it was only an F1, That was that's what's scary, is seeing how many of our neighbors just a mile away, uh, their homes are ruined, the roof's torn off, trees through homes. Wow. I mean, in the county, and the city, they're really quick to get what seems to be quick um, off the main roads, off the streets, so people yeah. can drive still. But there's just so much damage from it over there that people are displaced and luckily the emergency organizations uh, hopped in right away as far as like red cross
0: but yeah well let's get let's give a couple shout outs because you took some pictures with some people who were clearing debris and tree stuff i know that there were linemen that were fixing up power poles and whatnot
1: duke energy all over the place and so one of our friends danny lynch he actually runs a company normally like his his lawn care landscaping and whatnot and we saw him out and about just checking on his customers in general. It's like even without his customers calling. So he was out and about uh, doing cleanup for everybody uh, that needed it there in the Conway area. And then also, uh, I did see a couple people. There were two different companies. The Conway uh, Lawn Care Company, there was a few guys with that company. Eli, Nick, Andrew, and then Natalie's Lawn Care. She was out there, and they were all working together. So it's just one of those things where, I mean, you might have seen it on the news. It was even on the national news like one of the properties that's about a mile from our house yeah. last night it was on the national news last night. And it's one of those things you're like, wow, yeah, you see tornadoes, you see the pictures and the videos, and then you're glued to wanting to see them on social media. But to happen that so close to home, luckily, I think there were no injuries, so that's good.
0: Well, I appreciate you posting those uh, those photos. We had some of our listeners who were posting photos of, you know, they live in the downtown high-rises and so, from downtown, you can see the tornadoes. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it was—it was just unique. And, and again, uh, it, it shouldn't be unique to us because we're kind of used to this. But this is a reminder again to me that it doesn't take a, a hurricane category five right. to do some crazy damage. No. I mean, this was this was just a little a little storm system.
1: I know that's why I keep telling everybody when we were out and about yesterday. Like there were a lot of our neighbors just kind of walking around, a lot of people on bikes just trying to check check all the damage out. And that's what we were all saying. We're like, I can't believe this is just an F one, which yeah. is the lowest category of a tornado that came through and did that much damage. So heaven forbid you ever see something stronger
0: well good and definitely sorry for uh those of you out there who did um see some damage oh man there was a house ash that you took a picture of that the the tree was sitting like in the living room basically yeah. and just uh can't imagine that um now in 10 minutes we've got sheriff mina on okay we're gonna we're gonna kind of push him to to the limit here to talk because minneapolis the city of minneapolis is right now legit talking about De- dismantling and defunding their police department. Crazy. Okay, what exactly does that look like to not have a police department? We're going to ask Sheriff Mina here in 10 minutes. Today, we have Sheriff Mina on. to talk about that.
3: Hey, this is Sheriff Mina. Hey, good Sheriff Mina, how are you? Uh, good morning, I'm doing great.
0: So first and foremost, we wanted to say, hey, listen, like you guys are going through some troubling times and you're maintaining level heads. So thank you for some great leadership.
2: Oh, well, thank you. And so... Uh, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the hard-working men of the Orange County Sheriff's Office and the um, the Orlando Police Department, where I came from. Uh, they're all doing such a great job under some very, very difficult circumstances, so we're, we're proud of them.
1: Yeah, and there is so much going on, Sheriff Mina, and with just coming out of that weekend with the first Phase 2 reopening, bars being able to open, and then, you know, having peaceful protests or protests in general and you guys uh taking care of it all where are we where are we looking at now so people in orlando you know maybe that aren't wanting to watch the news a whole lot but wanting some reassurance of the state of our city
2: so we're doing really well we had a a number of peaceful protests you know all last week even up until yesterday Uh, the vast majority of the people that came out were doing really great as far as uh, getting their message out in a peaceful manner which we really appreciate and you know unfortunately in the first few protests there were some um, people who had infiltrated those peaceful protests and obviously wanted to start in trouble with some rocks and bottles so several arrests had to be made for that but as the week went on the last few days i really have not had any unrest everything's been peaceful people have been getting their message out so we're we're doing really well. Yeah. Of course, Mayor Dyer had lifted the 8 p.m. curfew. There's still a 10 p.m. curfew uh, in effect for right
0: now. So, so Sheriff Mina, if you don't mind, I, I just want you to break it down to me as if we were like brothers. Like, what 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 does it mean when uh, Minneapolis goes through this whole thing where they're voting to defund and dismantle? What what does that mean? Like, I, like don't we we need our departments, right?
2: Absolutely. Uh, I you know when I hear from citizens. It, um, throughout Orange County, uh, they want more law enforcement out on the street. They want response times dropped. So if we're talking about defunding uh, a police department or a law enforcement agency, that's just going to cause us to have slower response times when people need us in an emergency. So we we answered 1.2 million calls for service last year. Right. And with 1,000 people meet, moving into central Florida uh, every single week, I don't understand how... We could even possibly think about defunding law enforcement or, and God forbid, dismantling any law enforcement agency. I
0: I, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine the conversation. Well, and I want to be very frank about, you know, we've got friends, family brothers sisters aunts uncles nieces nephews that wear that uniform regardless whether it's for the police department for the sheriff's department and when you talk about defunding and dismantling man that just you know that that really breaks my heart to see that that's what minneapolis may be going through but i appreciate your words about what it means when that happens those brothers and sisters and uncles and nephews everybody i mentioned that affects them
2: absolutely i mean this is this is our community you know uh and unfortunately there are some in our community who prey upon uh, our law-abiding citizens and break into businesses or or commit uh, violent crimes and there needs to be a well-funded law enforcement agency to protect uh, our community. Now I'm all for uh, giving additional funds to uh, youth programs and certainly mental health and um, I've been a, a huge proponent of that but we can't defund uh, law enforcement if anything you know we need to increase law enforcement budgets so we can provide more safety and security for our community
1: well and for any of our community members out there you know our k92 three listeners they're they're amazing and they're constantly calling in and wanting to talk about things do you have any words of encouragement or just you know there's a lot of people that just feel so defeated right now
2: so i i would say you We're very lucky here in Central Florida. We have some of the most progressive law enforcement agencies, and again, uh, the men and women who wear the uniform in this community, they're good people. Uh, We're humans. We make mistakes just like everyone else, but at the end of the day, uh, we want this to be a safe community, and we really put on a scene to help people and you'll just like you know, this community is no stranger to tragedy unfortunately and just like those past tragedies and things and instances that happen in our community we, we'll get through it it's a great community and uh, we always come together to unite
0: you know, uh, I was able to explain with um, some really great comforting sense to my parents. I said, "Wow, you know what? We we've been through a lot together. We've been through a lot. Whether it was Trayvon Martin, whether it was Pulse. I mean, this this city has gone through a lot together, and uh, it, it's nice to know that we've got those um those stripes of experience."
2: Yeah, we, we really do. And again, what an amazing community Orlando and Orange County is. And we always seem to come together, and uh, we'll get through this just like anything else. Is certainly, uh, even in our own community and across the nation, there definitely needs to be uh, some change. But, again, uh, we have some of the most progressive law enforcement agencies in the United States right here in Central Florida. They're definitely dedicated to this community and, and have, have risked their lives uh, to protect this community. That and, is um, definitely...
1: Reassuring. And just Sheriff Mina, before we have to let you go, um, is there anything like you're anticipating? I know a lot of times it's coming down from the mayor and, and different different political figures as far as curfews and whatnot. Are we anticipating anything changing this week?
2: Yeah, um, so we're really taking a hard look at that. I've I've been in discussion with all the chiefs of police in the area. I've been in discussion with uh, the mayor, uh, Mayor Demings, as well, to talk about um, relaxing that. And um, so you'll probably see a decision this week, uh, one way or the other, uh, real quickly on the curfew.
1: Well, hey, we we appreciate it. We we get to see it every now and then. I think it was probably close to a... (laughs) six to eight months ago we saw you here in the studio where you came to support one of our events so we really do appreciate that
0: happy to come anytime yeah thank you and uh to the future sir all right, thank you. Uh, you're listening to K92.3, Obie and Ashley. So we love, we love where we live because right here in our backyard, a lot of really cool adventurous stuff, all right? So let's move away from the theme parks and let's go a little bit, sur- uh, a little bit down south, all right? So by St. Cloud, you've got a place called Wild Florida.
1: We love Wild Florida. They have a drive through safari. They have their gator park. It's Gator Week, by the way. So we're going to get you there. We're also going to get you some experiences with the giraffes. Here's what you have to do, though. Call us, 844-254-9232. We're going to give you a gator question, a little gator trivia, and you're going to get a four-pack to check out Wild Florida and all those experiences.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll even let you feed the giraffes on us and Wild Florida here at K92.3. Obi and Ashley, hooking it up again. Obi and Ashley, and it's Gator Week at Wild Florida. So for Floridians, we get to participate in Shark Week. And we get to participate in Gator Week because we've got them all around us.
1: Yeah, so every day at 920, make sure you're listening to get your stab at this four-pack of tickets with some Gator trivia.
0: Good morning. All right, so who is this? This is Kendra. Kendra, Kendra. where are you from? Apopka. Kendra, you got a really good energy about you. I hope we get this.
1: Me too. Have you ever been out to Wild Florida? No, I haven't.
0: No? Okay, all right, here we go.
1: All right, so this is going to be hopefully really easy, so we can get you over there. Okay. What type of species is an alligator? It's
5: a reptile. Yay! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Told you they were gonna be easy. Listen, we want you to go to Wild Florida. So there you go. Not only can you yeah. explore that drive-through safari, but check out the gators that they have there and enjoy the draft.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get you hooked up with a four-pack so you can uh, bring some family friends with you. Okay. That sounds great. Awesome. Thank you.
0: K92-3. Doing the ride. In the morning,
1: we do doing the right thing every morning, and this is our way to spotlight some positive things going on in the community, in the world.
0: Yeah, so today we're going to give some love to a teen who spent 10 hours cleaning up after a protest, and that's where we find ourselves highlighting Antonio Gwynn Jr., who's a young black male. Who saw the damage from protests in his hometown of Buffalo? And that's where he grabbed up a broom, some trash bags, started cleaning the streets. As a matter of fact, this 18 year old high school senior ended up gaining so much attention that Matt Block, who is 27 years old, had a Mustang convertible that he was gonna sell and ended up donating it to Mr. Gwyn, who was cleaning up his own town. That's
1: major and I'm sure that too it was just off the no- notoriety and attention that he got from cleaning up that these two got connected in the first place right?
0: Oh yeah it was the community that spread the word that's where this gentleman Matt Block looked him up on Facebook saw that he was in need of a car and that's when he gifted him that 2004 Mustang convertible.
1: I love that and too I know that like there's so many people doing the same thing as that boy they're going up they're helping clean up around the protest and that's ha- happening in so so many communities
0: yeah here's antonio Gwyn right now like it doesn't feel real it seems like this is like a movie just going on the car he sent me a picture of was the same exact car that my mom first had got me and it's the same color same everything. So again, Matt Block donates this 2004 red convertible Mustang to Antonio for cleaning up the streets, and it just so happens that that red convertible is the same kind of car that his mom used to drive.
1: That is really cool.
0: Man, that is good stuff right there. So there you go. That's doing the right thing, and to anybody out there, I mean, you, sh- you shouldn't do the right thing expecting that you're going to get some sort of reward. No kidding. You do the right thing because you're being a darn good person and then that's when God finds you and he says, I'm going to highlight you anyways. Here's a car. Just like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> Antonio Gwynn, congratulations man. That's stepping up being a good leader in the community and Matt Block for being moved to donate a car. That's doing the right thing.
3: Obi and Ashley's doing the right thing. Brought to you by Bell Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K-92-3.
0: K-92-3. Two people,
3: one date, zero texts returned. Obie and Ashley's second date update.
0: Representing Poinciana, Amanda on the line with some dating issues. Hi.
1: Hey, so you said you didn't go home with him. You didn't think you wore no. anything that would have thrown him off. So we were just trying to think of some things that could have come up, and you really can't think of anything at all.
5: No,
0: not really. So all we're going to do is just try to get Peter on the line, okay? Okay. Uh... Remember, let us chat first, and then we'll bring you on in.
5: Yeah, okay.
0: Hello? Yes. Peter, please. Yeah, speaking. Peter, good morning. It's Obi and Ashley. Hi. We do the morning show for k two three here in Central Florida. Hello? Good morning. Uh, did, I, did I win something? <laughs> no, but you are on the radio because we have a beautiful young lady who entrusted us with her dating story. And guess what? You were the star of that date.
1: Mm-hmm. You remember uh, going on a date with Amanda to a show at the House of Blues?
3: Unfortunately, yes. Oh, whoa. Why? Hi. Why unfortunate? Um, well, we connected. You know, and we, we talked for a while. We even talked on the phone, and it really seemed like we were going to hit it off. And so we went to dinner at uh, House of Blues.
0: Yeah, I saw that, which, by the way, great venue. The
3: venue, well, you you know, you know how you can see the Cirque du Soleil building? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it came up in conversation, and uh, it was something that I already knew. She, she told me before that she was, like, really flexible. But she. <laughs> um, she's,
4: she's what a great date.
3: Wow. <laughs> well, almost. <laughs> uh, and she, she tells me that she's really flexible. She's a, a contortionist. And so there's this bench over in the corner, and she, she goes over to it, and she starts bending into all sorts of provocative positions.
5: Oh, wow. Um,
3: putting her legs behind her head, you know, tying herself up like a pretzel, and I'm, you know how of what? Blues. And
0: I'm trying my <laughs> hardest to find this unattractive, Peter. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest.
3: Well, you know, and in a private setting, I think that it might have been, but you know, House of Blues has got a lot of different people from a lot of different places. They <laughs> were all watching
0: her. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, Peter, we're going to have to stop you for one second because we've got Amanda on the line, and she's been listening this entire time.
5: Bye.
0: Uh,
3: well, I kind of figured. I mean, I, I've heard the show before.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. you're, like,
1: letting it all out
5: there. So,
0: Amanda, what's up? You're a contortionist. You didn't tell us that.
1: Okay, I'm not a
5: contortionist. Like, it just it came up in conversation and I wasn't I wasn't doing anything provocative.
3: Okay, when both of your legs are behind your head, that's pretty provocative.
5: Uh, it, no, it's Look, you just <laughs> when a Brazilian whatever. guy in
3: the crowd starts throwing dollar bills at you. That's pretty provocative. I am not. No. Even what other people do, okay? I mean, look, it seemed like it was going to be great, but I mean, not after that. <laughs> really? I'm not, yeah, I'm not into being the center of attention.
5: You did not have a problem with that money when I used it to pay for our dinner, okay?
0: Well, so wait a minute. You used the Brazilian man's money to pay for dinner? I mean, it was thrown at me. Yeah, what else she, am I going to do?
3: It was the kind of behavior that you see it once, and you like, no, it's going to happen again and again. You know
5: what? I just... I'm sorry. I, I, I misjudge you. There, there's no connection here. You're terrible, and I'm sorry I bothered to call you back.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. What just happened? Very okay. Interesting. So, so no second date, guys. No, can can you guys send me out
3: for dinner though? <laughs> oh, wow.
0: yeah, I guess since you didn't even have to pay for that one.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hang up on him. I'm I'm done.
3: Home of Obi and Ashley's second date update, K923. From backstage. The front page is Ashley's All Access. All
1: right, so I know a lot of people were excited when we found out we were getting an old red Orlando. This is Blake Shelton's bar that we found out last year where it's going to be coming. And, of course, then COVID happened and everything else. So the fact that Blake Shelton now has a message for us, this is just this morning from Blake.
3: Old Red Orlando, Florida is opening on June 19th. You guys have got to come see us. Now depending on what the phase is of reopening the state will determine what the music situation is. But we're gonna have a party. Come see us. It's the grand opening. Old Red Orlando, June 19th. That
0: is exciting. Ooh, right? I mean, that is exciting. If you've ever gone down there uh, on International Drive, first of all, afford yourself an opportunity at, at least once every two months. Us locals need to get down to I-Drive because there's some cool stuff.
1: Right. And so before, when we were working with them on, on opening, we were working with like corporate. So they're out of Nashville with their, their Grand Ole Opry and the Ryman, a lot of these different venues, musical venues. They were planning on having live music every single day, day over there, All Red. We were going to have a big grand opening. Blake. Yeah was going to come at some point so when we have more details on that and when that's going to happen we'll definitely keep you posted but june 19th again is going to be the opening of old red orlando over there off i drive now a little video here that i thought would bring a smile to everyone's face because why isn't laughing babies doesn't that bring a smile to everyone's face especially when it's jason aldean's little girl her name is navy and she was tickling his feet and just thought it was the funniest thing ever (laughs) No 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 no
0: no. You no. no, 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 no. <laughs> hear, Daddy? No no no.
1: Well, I mean, it's just so Daddy funny when you go, see go, those personal go. videos because we all can relate. You've all been in a situation where like a kid tries making you laugh and it just brings so much joy to them. Yeah. <laughs> and so it is super cute. You can see it up i uh, k ninety two three orlandocom and then also Jason or uh, Thomas Red. I'm sorry. You know, like these old home videos that. Sure, now parents have smartphones and these videos accessible even from five years ago when their kids were babies. But back in our days, we had, you know, VHS and we got to go back and dub those onto DVDs or dub them on somewhere to see old home videos. And that's exactly what this video is of Thomas Rhett and his dad when he was just a little boy singing a Joe Diffie song.
0: He's on key, too. I know. No little Thomas. Uh,
1: That's Joe Diffie's third rock from the sun singing with his dad. Uh, That's Thomas and his dad, Red Aikens. And you think about it now, Thomas is a household name. Back in the 90s, early 2000s, Red Aikens was the household name. So check that out, K923Orlando.com.
0: That was another Obie and Ashley episode, and we appreciate you for your time, the friends and family that you've shared this podcast with. I mean, now we're heard all over the world. And if you wanted more, we have our Obie and Ashley Unfiltered podcast. You may have some passionate language in there and a lot of content that we just don't have time to cover on the show. So that's the Obie and Ashley Unfiltered podcast and one last message with a ton of genuineness We appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with us.